0: This is Modern Beers and 90s Nostalgia. Hi, welcome back. Or I guess maybe say welcome back to me. I'm the one that's been gone, right? You've been there all along. In fact, I know you've been there because Simma, 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 down. Simma down. Some of you have reached out and said, Hey, hey, I don't know you, but I found your podcast and I got to episode 38 and then there was no 39. So welcome to episode 39. We've been gone for uh, about two months now, taking a little hiatus. If you've been following the game plan, um, I have not been drinking for that period of time. And uh, when you have a show about beer and 90s, while the 90s don't go anywhere, the beer sure does. Uh, It goes away, and that gets a little boring. And I've got got another couple months of that, so... Regardless of that, we're going to keep the show going. I am in good medical health, but I am taking uh, medication that prevents me from imbibing in my favorite beverage of all time. However, there's some beers that I'm missing out on this summer. I may or may not have a uh, fridge full of beers that I will be drinking as soon as I can. And I'm going to talk about some of those today, and I want to get this, uh, this party on the road. Because we got a lot to cover. It's been a long time. Uh, We got so many episodes coming up. I got guests coming back. We got new guests, topics that uh, have been promised that we've not gotten to yet, including the Friends episode. So, welcome back. If you're just uh, hearing this for the first time and you've never heard of this podcast, welcome first time listeners. Go ahead and call in. Just kidding, you can't. But if you do want to say hi, uh, go ahead and email me beersand90s at gmail.com. And uh, check me out on Instagram and Twitter, beers in 90s. That's beersand90s, that's beersand 90s S. Happy to be back. Um, it, I don't think anybody caught my joke either. My last post on the Instagram was an AOL message error. I had to sign off, but we're back. We're signed back in. So welcome back. Let's do this. Yeah. All right. this week is a west coast episode heading out to california california North did i just use that for a transition song i may have we'll get back to that i don't know i don't know if i did because i haven't edited this episode yet but if i did which was better tupac or me serious serious seriously tell me because my ego needs these things We are moving on though and we have a great beer this is a beer that i spend the entire summer drinking the last uh probably like three years i don't typically go with fruit beers Uh, there's a few exceptions to that occasionally i like a soft parade by shorts but this is one that graced the shelves of the local kroger uh, a couple years back and i said oh that's curious and i picked it up and we are talking about Golden Road Brewing out of Los Angeles, California, my old residency for uh, for a couple years back in the early aughts, as we call it. And this is Palisades Pineapple. If you have not tried this yet, uh, please do. I know some beers are definitely like way overpowering on the, on the fruit and they're almost like a sweet beer. Uh, this is a wheat ale and it's brewed with pineapple and apricot. Apricot? Apricot. How do you say it? Are you a bagel or a bagel? Think about it. But this is brewed with pineapple and apricot. The pineapple is much more apparent in the flavor. Uh, it sits there on your tongue and in the back of your mouth, but you still get uh, a lot of the wheat ale. It's very uh, like Blue Moon with a hint of pineapple, a little stronger than a hint of pineapple. And it's out of Los Angeles, California. So you know you you're going to get some fresh tropical fruit. The only way you can do it a little better is if it were a Hawaiian brewery, but by the time the beer got to you, it's probably going to be too dated. So that's actually a concern I have right now with a six pack of Pineapple Palisades that I have sitting in my fridge. As we talked about many times before, the aging of beers can be um, almost entirely dependent sometimes on the alcohol content. And this is not, this is like I said, this is drink all summer beer, so this is not going to be that high. In fact, it's coming in at 4.8% ABV. 13 IBU there's there's not much bitterness there at all if that's a concern for you if you're like oh is it like an IPA no it is not like I said it is a wheat ale pineapple palisades golden road brewing they have a few others um I know I've tried but apparently none of them stuck out to me because this is the one that I constantly go back to and it's the one that if any stores out of stock of golden road beers it is always pineapple palisades So, Golden Road, you're listening to this? Let me know your stats, and then send me free beer. Still without a sponsor here, people. All I want is free stuff, and I will talk about you on the podcast. Is that shameless? Yes. But that's fine with me. So check it out. Super delicious. Pineapple Palisades, Golden Road Brewing. It's got a hazy wheat color to it, so it's got that orange-yellow and you can smell the pineapple right off, the, right off the, the breath of it, right off the poppin' carbonation bubbles at the top, um, the head, if you will, it smells delicious, reeks of pineapple goodness. Of course, if you don't like pineapple, you may hate this, but if you don't like pineapple, I may hate you. So something to think about. And as I said, the West Coast is what we're doing this whole episode with. So we got Golden Road Brewing from Los Angeles, California and we're going to be talking about a tv show from the golden coast and that tv show is don't know that song I don't know who you are because that uh that show was a game changer for me in the 90s growing up as a a preteen and a teen saved by the bell is what we're talking about and it is the I mean it was the greatest show of my childhood and it's funny because it was syndicated so every day after school it was on whether it was new episodes or old episodes it was just constantly on And even when it ended, they started the college years, which people have mixed opinions on. But it was such a great show and they tackled everything. It was like an after school special disguised as this hip show and some characters that at the time everybody wanted to be like and just amazing. So let's dive in because this is a show with a lot of history, uh, a lot of stars and a lot going on. So, Saved by the Bell was started in 1987 as Good Morning Miss Bliss. Started on the Disney Channel and was quickly picked up by NBC. And that started in 1987 with the pilot. It wasn't until a year and a half later that they actually started season one of Good Morning Miss Bliss. And if you remember correctly, uh, that starred Zach Morris. Well, we'll go with the characters. We'll get into their actual actors later. But Zach Morris... Uh, Lisa Turtle, Screech Powers, and then we had some characters you might not know. Uh, Belding was on the original Good Morning, Miss Bliss, and you're like, oh, of course, Mr. Belding. And then it also had two, two, three, two, three, two, two, three, two, Nikki, and it had Mikey. Those two didn't make it to the Save by the Bell cast. Um, Milo, a teacher, and uh, Mrs. Palladrino, another teacher. I don't think... Any of the teachers made it but Mr. Belding definitely transitioned over so that ran for I think 13 episodes straight and that ran right into March or April of 89 and then they wanted to change it up and Saved by the Bell started four months later Saved by the Bell had the memorable six of Zack Morris from Good Morning Miss Bliss Screech Powers from Good Morning, Miss Bliss. Lisa Turtle from Good Morning, Miss Bliss. And then we added on the hunky AC Slater, the nerdy Jessica Spano, nerdy for like smart feminist girl. I don't know. Uh, I'm going to probably get hate mail for that comment. And then the never not gorgeous Kelly Kapowski. I love you, Kelly. I love you so much. Uh, These guys... We're my best friends. (laughs) It sounds so sad when you say it like that. But Saved by the Bell was the best. And they picked it up like they went to high school, essentially. So Good Morning, Miss Bliss was like Saved by the Bell the junior high years. And then they went to high school, and that was Saved by the Bell. And they kind of started at that same high school age. And that starred Mark Paul Gossler as Zach Morris. Tiffany Ember Thiessen as Kelly Kapowski. Mario Lopez as A.C. Slater. Lark Voorhees as Lisa Turtled, Turtled, <laughs> did, I, did I pass tense her name, uh, Elizabeth Berkeley as Jesse Spano, Dustin Diamond as Samuel Screech Powers, and then uh, replacing Kelly and Jesse for the final season in 93, Leanna Creel as Tori Scott, and I've brought her up to a few people when talking about this, I'm getting ready for the episode, and people don't remember Tori, maybe I just watched it more than most people. I didn't go to friends' houses, people. I went home and I hung out by myself and I watched Tiny Toons, Animaniacs, and Saved by the Bell. And sometimes who's the boss, depending on what year it was. Suck on that. My childhood was amazing. So let's go down. Let's go down the characters. Let's see what they did, who they did, where they did it, and what they were wearing. Sometimes I feel like I don't have a partner. Sometimes I feel like my only friend is the city i live in the city of angels lonely as i am together so first we got our nazi poster boy zach morris blonde hair blue-eyed um zach was the guy everyone wanted to be he had his cell phone which was as big as his arm and no one had heard of cell phones this is where they really played into the rich california kid vibe Um, he was Kelly's boyfriend for most of the series who didn't want to be Kelly's boyfriend. Uh, and then he was like just a constant grifter. He was always scamming people. Like if you look at his character, he's kind of an asshole and sure. He like learned some lessons, but bro is still kind of an asshole. Uh, (laughs) Mark Paul Gossler didn't do a whole lot after say by the bell at first, but, uh, well, I guess he did the college years. And then he did, uh, I think it, w- it was one of those movies where like, if your roommate dies, you get straight A's. I think the one he did was dead man on campus, but there was like three of them at the same time. Cause studios are stupid. Um, uh, and he did some, what he's on some like lawyer show now, like suits or Turner and boss. I don't know. I don't know the names of shows, but he, uh, he did keep doing stuff and he still does stuff today. And Women still love him. Some women think he grew up in a weird way, but some women still love him. Speaking of love, let's move on to Tiffany Amber Thiessen. Kelly Kapowski. I love you, Kelly. Uh, Tiffany Amber Thiessen, obviously the uh, America's Sweetheart character. So good. I, I loved her so much. Still love her. In fact, if you guys are on Instagram, which I hope you are, There's a hashtag, uh, Tiffany Amber Tuesdays. I don't know if it was started by Adam Graham of the Detroit News, but he posts every Tuesday a picture of Tiffany Amber Thiessen, and um, if you check my like history, I don't think I've missed one of them. Absolutely fantastic. But after uh, Saved by the Bell, uh, she went on to do Beverly Hills 90210, and she was like the bad girl on Beverly Hills 90210. I remember her like smoking cigarettes and maybe like doing drugs and drinking and being like oh my god Kelly no don't do it Kelly no uh, but she has aged beautifully she she seems like just a genuine nice person I don't think there's any like scandals that followed her around and she's still like hot as fuck all right Tiffany Amber Thiessen is my dream girl next to my wife I love my wife more than her but second Tiffany Amber Thiessen fantastic uh mario lopez ac slater the jerry curl mullet that everybody <laughs> always wanted he uh, typically was jessica spano's boyfriend um he called her hot mama and she called him a pig most of the time he uh he went on to be an entertainment tonight host among hosting like a number of other things but he was like the bro he was the guys guy he had the military dad and he always had put up this like tough guy facade the emotional episodes he was always the one that like broke that character and like look i actually care about stuff mario lopez ac slater zach's best friend but also zach's biggest rival and enemy there's a weird weird chemistry between those two as far as that went they had a very they had a love-hate relationship (laughs) yeah he called zach preppy fantastic lark Voorhees, lisa turtle uh lisa was a very lisa was a stereotype of a rich girl loved shopping she was spoiled um she hated poor people and she hated screech most of all and uh she she wrote the show out from cast of a uh, good morning miss bliss all through saved by the bell even when Kelly and Jesse left the final season and Tori replaced him, Lisa was still there being awesome. Uh, she does stuff. Nothing like huge though. She wasn't how high, and I think that was the first movie I saw her in since Saved by the Bell with Red Man and Method Man. You're like, what? Why? The movie's hilarious. You should check it out. Same. Seriously. Then we have Elizabeth Berkeley, Jesse Spano. Oh, Jesse. She was Slater's girlfriend most of the time. She was written as an uptight feminist. And I'll tell you what. You want to go against the grain of your uh, typecast character? Go on to play a stripper in a movie called Showgirls. Uh, Easily rated one of the worst movies ever made. Showgirls is a shit show. I highly encourage anybody that's curious to see what a really terrible movie looks like to go see Showgirls. Uh, now it's like a cult classic because it's so bad. And she has gone on to do other things, but I <laughs> that's the only one I can remember off the top of my head. So Jesse Spano, good for you. I remember when that came out, though, I was like, oh, my God, a Saved by the Bell cast member is naked in a movie. I got to see this movie. But, of course, I was probably underage at the time. But, hey, when you work at Blockbuster, you figure it out and so i did though i don't think i rented it though i would i think i would have been embarrassed to rent Showgirls, even if i tried to play it off as like a oh man we're gonna make fun of this movie nope we're not we're gonna watch it and be like whoa jesse spano's naked dustin diamond samuel screech powers this was like uh zach's this was a weird relationship too because zach this is another thing that puts the nail in the coffin of zach morris being a fucking asshole. Uh, Dustin Diamond was like Zach's best friend but Zach just walked all over him like used him as a fucking scapegoat for everything Um, he was he was the joke of the cast and like everyone seemed fine with it like today the show wouldn't air because there would be some big bullying uprising against Samuel Screech Powers and you know that also makes the case that maybe there should be because He's the one cast member that went on to be a fucking crazy person, uh, other than being arrested twice for carrying a concealed weapon. He also wrote and directed his own sex tape. Good job. And then wrote a tell all book called behind the bell where I'm pretty sure he reveals like everyone treated him like shit off screen as well. So I guess that is a good (laughs) lesson for, for bullying don't treat people like Samuel Screech Powers. I mean, if that doesn't tell you what you can and can't do, what does? Go ahead, watch them, watch all four seasons of Saved by the Bell, then watch The College Years and be like, oh, do I treat anybody like Screech? And if you do, maybe you shouldn't. This has been a public service announcement. And finally, uh, Leanna Creel, as I mentioned, played Tori, replacing Jessie and Kelly. They replaced two girls with one girl, Very interesting and then it was a girl who she took on some of the feminist characteristics of uh, jesse and then she was kind of zach's love interest but other than that she was just like this biker chick who had a leather jacket and had hair like jesse spano it's very strange but uh i was surprised she was only in it for a season because i feel like i remember plenty of episodes but this was a time in television where each season was like 20 some episodes long so that's that's fair. Let's move on to notable episodes, because there's a lot of them. There's a place off Ocean Avenue Where I used to sit and talk with you We were both 16 and it felt so right Sleeping all day, staying up all night Staying up Alright, Saved by the Bell had a number of great episodes and like I mentioned, they tackled everything like from drug use to uh pills to homelessness uh they tackled a lot of issues it really was uh, used like an after school special it's crazy but it was amazing so some of the most popular most famous notable episodes uh, from season one there was uh the mamas and the papas if you remember this this is a fan favorite Um, As a class project, the gang pairs up in a mock marriage for the week. So Slater marries Jesse, Lisa marries Screech, Zach marries Kelly. Um, Lisa and Screech is obviously a shit show, and she's like, ah, he's driving me crazy. And it's funny, because if you watch it, Screech is just like trying to care about her. Everyone dogs on Screech. I mean, I used to, too, but now the more I talk about this, I'm like, oh, man, everyone really treated him like shit. (laughs) Uh, Jesse and Slater doesn't work out because guess what? Slater's the macho, like, domineering husband. Who knew? And then Zach and Kelly, uh, (laughs) Slater tries to get Screech to break up their marriage because Slater still wants to date her because this is the first season and no one's, like, technically dating yet. And, uh, hilarity ensues. It's a funny-ass episode. I mean, I suggest going back and watching all the episodes, but if you need a highlighted list, here you go. So that, uh, season one, I think that's really the biggest one from season one. Uh, the prom, Ooh, the prom is the opening episode of season two. And that's a tough one. Cause Zas Zass, Zach asks Kelly to be his date for the prom and she agrees. Yes. But when her father loses his job, she decides family is more important and gives up her chance to go, but cannot bring herself to tell Zach Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, so Zach gets all offended like, well, you don't want to go to prom with me? And meanwhile, it's like, hey, my family's like all of a sudden poor. So don't be an asshole, Zach. Seriously, what is going on here? You know what I mean? But uh, then he has Zach and Kelly's prom. And it's one of the most romantic things I've ever seen in my life. I love it so much. Episode three, season two, is Save the Max, where the gang unearths Bayside's old school radio station, Big Bopper Belding, used to be a DJ there, and uh, then they find out the Max is going to be closed, so they try to host a telethon hour or something along those lines, and the team all makes their own little shows where like Screech does sound effects for horror movies, and uh, Kelly does some like sex talk show, it's very strange. But uh, guess what? They save the max. Spoiler alert. <laughs> so, but that's a great episode when the radio gets reactivated again. Everybody loves it. Um, and then my one of the most famous quotable things from Saved by the Bell is in an episode of season two called Jesse's Song. And you may already know what this is, because Jesse is getting so much homework, and she has her new music group <laughs> called Hot Sunday. Uh, and that's Sunday, like a hot fudge Sunday. They just took the fudge out of it. So it's hot Sunday. And when Jesse, uh, you know, can't make everything work, she starts popping caffeine pills. So essentially the uh, PG version of Jesse gets addicted to speed, <laughs> which I think was a plot line on 90210. And Brian Austin Green got addicted to speed his actual speed he's like putting in an orange juice i watched that show too young anyway um so jesse starts taking caffeine pills and then falls asleep because you know she's never sleeping and when she finally gets an opportunity to she does and zach shows up at her door and he's like jesse what are you doing it's time to sing and jesse's like oh yeah okay i just need my pills she pops her pills uh, or can't get the pill bottle open and they spill everywhere and Zach's like, what are you doing? And then she shows that she can sing right now and not go to rehab and she tries to sing and this is where you hear the famous line I'm so excited I'm so excited I'm so scared and it's amazing so <laughs> Oh, Jesse's song its uh, it's tackling a serious issue but I'll be damned if it isn't Hilarious! Alright, let's get that out of the way. And then we have... Tf, 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 moving on to season three. The first one. So season two opens with The Prom. Season three opens with The Last Dance. When Kelly gets a job at the Max, the attraction of Kelly to her boss, Jeff Hunter, causes her and Zach to break up for good at an annual costume ball. Drama! Meanwhile, Jesse and Slater plot to be elected prom king and queen while the gang forms a new band called Zack Attack. And this is the beginning of greatness here. Uh, Zack Attack is formed in this episode, the band that will go on into the rockumentary Friends Forever, which they got Casey Kasem to uh, host. Amazing. (laughs) We'll get there in a second, though. Um, So that is season three opener. And dun, 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 dun. season three is actually a pretty long season. They have 26 episodes, little, little nuts, people, little nuts, but episode 22, late November, 1991, the rockumentary friends forever. So this is a episode that like takes us into the future of Zach attack, who obviously make it big because they're a bunch of talented teens from California and uh, Casey Kasem, like I said, narrates the whole thing and he narrates the rise and fall and then rise again of the gang's band, Zack Attack detailing Zack, Slater, Screech, Lisa, and Kelly's rise to fame from average garage band to best-selling first album but time, as well as Zack letting success go to his head drive them apart into separate ventures before they eventually get back together for a reunion concert Uh, that's amazing I remember after they break up and Zach does a solo thing, he he comes back out and the producer's like, "Oh Zach, you're killing it! You're killing it, Zach! You're doing so good, Zach! Wasn't that great?" And he's like, "Oh, there's so many smoke, there's so much smoke and lights, I can't even see the stage." Oh no, Zach, you're killing it! You're killing. it. No, I miss my friends. Uh, and then, you know, they gotta re- reunite. They gotta go back to the way they were before before it all went down and then season four opener all the first episodes are like some of the highest rated episodes but uh season four their senior year where do you see the thing here freshman sophomore junior senior they were doomed from the start to only do four seasons but uh season four episode one is the uh the fight that's right. No, it's not. Yes, it is. It is the fight. The gang opens their senior year at Bayside High. Zach and Slater compete with each other over a pretty new transfer student from Idaho named Joanna. Hey, girl. What's up? What's Idaho like? With the feud coming to physical blows over who will take her to the senior dance at the max. Yeah, like I said, best friends that fight over girls. It's very strange. It's very typical in, in tropes. Meanwhile, Lisa becomes smitten with a new student named Darren, not realizing that he is a freshman. (sighs) Rich spoiled girl can't have freshman boyfriend? That's embarrassing. While Mr. Belding tries to change his image by wearing a wig. Hilarious. Uh, This is also season four, which means no Jesse, no Kelly, and enter Tori Scott. And the final... Wonderful episode that I wanted to save for last. Also season four, episode 20. Snow White and the Seven Dorks. Um, This is amazing. (laughs) The school puts on a Snow White play, but it's a hip-hop version called Snow White and the Seven Dorks. Um, And Zach and Jesse take the lead. Wait, Jesse's still in it? You see, guys? I don't know anything about this show. But... When they seem to develop feelings for each other. Oh my god, I just had a flashback of this stupid episode. Yeah. So Zach and Kelly are like, Oh, Prince and Snow White, we actually like each other now. This is crazy. Where was this before? It's just stage chemistry, Zach. Don't be stupid. You had Kelly. You're so stupid. You're so damn stupid, Zack. Zach. You're so stupid. Uh, and Screech also tries to use this to court oh what's her name what's her name Lark Voorhees Lisa Turtle yeah uh, but there's like 88 episodes and that's just Saved by the Bell Saved by the Bell the college years goes on and then they try to do another spin off and the college years like kind of went downhill quickly I don't want to ruin it for you but it lasted for like a year. It ran from 93 to 94. Uh, and then the new class. So I didn't know this and I was researching this saved by the bell. The new class actually ran for seven years. I don't think I've seen one episode of it. I take that back. Just as I said that I remember Dustin Diamond showing up or is he like a regular cast member on that? Yeah, I guess he just comes back and plays Screech because what the hell else is Dustin Diamond going to do before he gets caught with concealed weapons and uh, gets in knife fights and makes porn movies. It's fantastic. He might sue me for this. I hear he does that sort of thing. But those are some great episodes and I highly suggest you go to your streaming service. I think it's on Hulu right now. Check it out. It's hilarious. You all love it. And it's all right. It's all right. It's all right. Cause I'm saved by the bell. When I wake up in the morning and the longest of the morning, I don't think I'll ever make it on time. But then I got a book, and I give myself a look, I'm at the first door, just then the bus fly by. the my fair weathered friends it is time to say a fatu, which is corinthian for goodbye <laughs> we're gonna wrap it up guys we're gonna wrap it up and we're gonna say thanks thanks so much for listening thanks for reaching out to me during this off time uh, especially you strangers i appreciate all the all my friends that reached out as well going hey uh, what's what's going on in the podcast um but the, the people that I don't even know that are listening to this, thanks for that. And uh, let's keep it going. And hopefully I'll be joining you in the drunken state that you may be in right now. But let's keep this train rolling, chugging along. Chugga, chugga, choo-choo. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at beersand90s. Email me, beersand90s at gmail.com. I would love to know what you guys think. And uh, welcome back.